A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Supply chain disruption and product shortages are phrases we hear now in every industry, in every state. But here's a new one, CO2. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Yes, some areas of the U.S. are seeing a shortage of carbon dioxide that goes into refrigeration. Fire extinguishers, rubber and plastics, meat processing, our soda pop, and hard seltzers. CO2 is something that Wisconsin is good at making. It's a byproduct of ethanol production. Neil Kemet, the president of Ace Ethanol, explains why some states are seeing shortages. CO2 is, as you said, used for a variety of things. It's used... uh for freezing for the meat industry. So, you know, like a lot of uh, chicken and pork producers use CO2 to flash freeze meats. It's also used, obviously, in the beverage industry. So some of our customers include soda manufacturers and alcohol beer slash beer manufacturers who use the CO2 to carbonate their beverages. And then it's also used in, in has industrial uses like paper mills for cooling. So how is it a byproduct of ethanol? Well, when you uh, grind the corn into... Uh, flour, then you convert you convert the starches over to sugars, and then you use yeast to eat the sugars. So the yeast, when they eat those sugars, they make two products. They make ethanol, which is obviously our main product, and they also emit carbon dioxide. So uh, as they emit that carbon dioxide, we collect it, clean it up, uh, compress it into a liquid, and then uh, sell it all throughout Wisconsin. Just like everything else, there's a shortage of CO2. Is that something that you guys are kind of filling that shortage, but is that kind of what you're seeing? Is there more demand for CO2 right now than ethanol plants can provide? A lot of the CO2 demand in the Midwest is met by, by ethanol production. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a little spotty and a little cyclical. Uh, you know, over the winter when cooling demand is less, certainly there's, there's enough CO2. Um, sometimes over the summer you do run into shortages uh, ethanol plants do take, you know, uh, de- some downtime, uh, usually for cleaning and maintenance over the summer. So usually CO2 supply is sufficient, but you can run into some problems when ethanol plants uh, take a week down in order to do some scheduled maintenance and cleaning. What about in other regions of the U.S.? You know, we're mainly focused on our Wisconsin, Wisconsin market. I know a lot of Wisconsin customers have been concerned that 2020 was, you know, a very, uh, very bad year for for many manufacturers, and a lot of ethanol plants took extended down periods for months. So 2020 was a, you know, there was a lot of real shortages for CO2, especially in the meat industry. I think things have gotten considerably better in 2021, but you're you're going to still see some occasional shortages. Uh, a lot of the customers uh, don't inventory a lot of CO2, have smaller tanks, so rely on just-in-time inventory. So when you see a supply disruption, some unplanned downtime, it, it can really exacerbate the situation and, and lead to shortages. Yeah, I think we should remind folks the reason ethanol plants had to either reduce cutback hours or go offline for a little bit was because traveling was down. Is that coming back up though? Yeah, I mean, if you've if you've looked at the EIA numbers that they published and travel over the last uh, ten to twelve weeks is at or near three year highs for travel. So you know, we're definitely seeing a lot of demand come back online. Good for Wisconsin corn growers who send their corn to our nine ethanol plants. How is prices looking for you guys on that front? Corn prices have been far too depressed the last three or four years. You know, I think the farm net back price was in the $3 range. We finally saw 
some action to corn last year and, uh, you know, it certainly provide a lot more income for farmers. Generally, you, you would think as an ethanol plant, when your main input cost is corn, that, you know, cheaper is better, but that's not necessarily true because, you know, everybody at the everybody along the supply chain has to be successful. And most years we're actually doing better as an ethanol plant when our farmer producers are doing better and getting a good value for their corn, somewhere in that 4 or $5 range. Usually the ethanol price follows up along with it. And those tend to be, you know, when our suppliers have good years, we tend to have good years as well. So speaking of supply chain, how are you on drivers, plant workers? I mean, how's that all fitting in? Yeah, employment has definitely been a challenge. Um, I think anybody who operates a business, especially one with uh, 50 or more employees, has run into issues with staffing and uh, keeping and maintaining uh, full employment. Uh, things have definitely gotten better lately. Thankfully, we're not directly in the trucking business, so we um, we haven't been directly impacted by, or we have been directly impacted, not from an employment standpoint of truck drivers, just from logistics, uh, product tanks filling up, not being able to empty out, not finding freight to bring our product to market. So we have been directly impacted, but not from actually employing trucks and having truck truck drivers and having trucks fit. Is that causing any delays? That's caused some slowdowns and some hiccups with uh, meeting customer demands. You know, we might have uh, sales onto a customer, but then the shipping may be days or uh, weeks delayed to get the product to the customer due to lack of uh, logistics, lack of transportation. So there has been an impact, I think, on, I think you talk to anybody who relies on shipping. There's been, certainly there's been delays and shortages and cost increases. Oh yeah, that's kind of been the story statewide, all types of businesses, not just agribusiness, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to some other current events, uh, that new DeLong facility that they just broke ground on at Port Milwaukee, phase one of that plan is to to become an exporter of dry distillers grains. Do you have anything you'd like to say about that or how it impacts local markets? Yeah, anytime you can add new customers uh, and add demand for your products, it's obviously going to add value to your business. So, you know, we're, we're excited when anybody, uh, you know, makes investments um, in, in our industry or in a complementary industry that, that are going to help with, uh, going to help with sales of our products. So, uh, most of our product is sold here in the state of Wisconsin. Exports can be a little bit more difficult because uh, because of our location. So having an export facility that's that's much closer, right on the water there, that should certainly help with uh, w- with selling out our product. Yeah, some of our listeners were concerned that a new export facility would raise dry distiller grain prices for the local market, but it sounds like you're saying, no, it won't. You know, usually your local market is usually your best market. So generally speaking, you service your local market first. And there's plenty with all the ethanol plants in Wisconsin, there's plenty of supply to the local market. Uh, I think where this is going to have more of an impact is a lot of ethanol plants, uh, Ace and Fox included, because we have the Fox River Valley plant in Oshkosh as well, do send a lot of product to Chicago, and that gets loaded in containers and goes to Asia. So there is a fair amount of product that gets exported. So having a, an export channel that's not reliant on rail, you know, if it's port of Milwaukee, it's obviously going to go on a boat. So, so having another export channel that goes on rail will, will help will help our logistics. And, and uh, you know, there's obviously problems with containers and shipping. And you've, I'm sure you've read all the news about all the uh, – all the problems at the Port of Los Angeles. So this just gives us another avenue to, you know, uh, relieve export pressure when the when rail and container business is 
running into shortages like it is. And another buyer, too, not just Asia, not just China, but, uh, you know, the Middle East, Africa, Europe. Absolutely. That's Neil Kemet, president of Ace Ethanol in Stanley, Wisconsin, and Fox River Valley Ethanol. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.